Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're rounding out with day three of our What Does It Mean to Follow Jesus devotional in the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then towards the end of the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is John chapter 10, verse 27, and it says this, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. The devotional is titled, He Wants You. It starts with a quote by Rick Warren that says, Without the grace of Jesus, a hopeless end. With the grace of Jesus, an endless hope. If you've gotten to the final day of this plan, and you feel that you need to do more spiritual activity to follow Jesus, then we need to set the record straight. What does God really want from us? Does he want our religious activities like attending church or doing a Bible study? Does he want us to refrain from watching or doing bad things? Doing good things and refraining from doing bad things is not the goal of following Jesus. Loving him is. That's what he wants. He wants you. God wants our hearts and entire devotion And then guess what will happen? We will do things like attend church and study the Bible because we want to know him more. We will consider what we watch and say because we want to be more like him. We will be kind and generous because we want to do what he's called us to do. Our spiritual activities should not come first, nor should they be obligatory. They follow our heart's devotion. When we say yes to Jesus and receive his salvation, we die to self. But the next day, we will have to die again, and the next day, and the next. The battle with our selfish desires occurs from the moment we wake up until the moment we drift off to sleep. Dying to self is an everyday event. The more we follow Christ, the more we should be dying to self. Why? Because we have sought after God and learned this. His higher, better ways supersede our mediocre, average ways. So what happens when we mess up? Is he mad at us? Are we going to get punished? Will we miss out on heaven? Is there a spiritual button that is pressed that sends us back to the beginning for a do-over? Hardly. One thing we have to realize is that when we fully surrender to Jesus and allow him to live through us, we are getting full access to his grace. We cannot exhaust his grace, for it covers a multitude of sin. Even when our sin quota reaches a multitude, we are covered. We hope that frees your mind just a little, to know that as a Christ follower, we get access to his unspeakable power, his never-ending love, and yes, his limitless grace. That's someone worth surrendering to and living for. And that someone is Jesus. Yeah, this is really good. And I do just want to clarify that we never, ever want to abuse grace. We never, ever just want to look at our life as like a bank account and be like, oh, I have enough grace banked up to where I can go commit these sins and that's okay because that doesn't show that we love him. Mm -hmm. And whenever we receive his love, that should propel us to living the way that he has called us to live. Mm -hmm. Um, Now his grace does cover our sins, but again, I just wanted to clarify that. Um, But 
that kind of leads me to what I was feeling as you're reading this devotional, which is what do we love? Mm-hmm. You know, if you really want to see what someone loves, look at what they spend their money on, look at what they text about, look at what they do in their free time. You can really see what you love whenever you break down those things. And I think it could be a good practice for yeah. all of us just to literally take a few minutes and do an inventory of be like, oh, am I even like texting or talking to my friends or my family about what God's doing right now? Like, and it doesn't mean you have to like literally every word out of your mouth is God, 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 you know, but it's like, am I excited about what he's doing? Am I thinking about what he's doing? Am I meditating on what he's doing? Mm -hmm. You know, am I spending money on things that glorify myself? Or am I trying to find ways to use money to build his kingdom and honor him and steward finances biblically? You know, I just think that it's really important for us to, to of course take that inventory of what do we love because do our actions point to us loving him or do our actions point to us loving self? Yeah, that's really good. We were actually having a conversation with some friends the other day about this and we were talking about it a little bit in yesterday's devotional, but the, the why behind our convictions because I think in the Christian society, we can get very caught up in like, oh, well, we don't do this, 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 and we do do this, this, and this. But what is your like deepest why behind yes. why you aren't doing these things and why you are doing these other things? Because when it talks about sexual temptation, we were talking about boundaries and dating. Well, if we're just not doing certain things because that's what our youth group pastor said versus looking at the cross of Jesus and meditating on what Jesus did, having that become so real to you that it moves your heart and it changes your life in a way that you actually realize Mm -hmm. his sacrifice for you, that you actually realize and look at him on the cross saying like, I have taken this punishment for you so that grace, can cover you every single day so that you can wake up and have new mercies available to you. Now, are you going to take advantage of that just because, oh, I should do this and I shouldn't do this? Or are you going to live in a way because you love Jesus so much that doing anything against him would actually break your heart? Like think about what you do Jesus being right there, Mm -hmm. how would you live? Truly ask yourself this. Would you live any differently if Jesus was physically with you 24 seven? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you can see that in the way that the disciples lived. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that they never sinned, you know, because you see what happens with Peter and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. or even Judas, but you just see these people's lives radically transformed. Right. I think about like Saul on the road to Damascus mm-hmm. and having that encounter and he was a persecutor and a right. murderer of, of Christians, of followers of Christ. And then now he's literally wrote two thirds of the New Testament. Yeah. And you think about Peter is he was a fisherman. Now he's a fisher mm-hmm. of men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you just, you see this all throughout scripture. Matthew yeah. was a thug, a mm-hmm. tax collector turned into someone who wrote one of the gospels. Right. He wrote about good news. He, and so it's yeah. just, you see these lives transformed by Jesus. And I think that's really what it's about is, are we being transformed by him? Right. Or are we just kind of like, 
and again, I don't mean this in a judgy way at all. We're all trying to figure this thing out together. Can yeah. I just say that really quickly? Yeah. We're all trying to figure it out together. Mm-hmm. But are we just kind of going through the motions? Right. You know, just like what this Devo mentioned early on, which is like, are we just doing our Devo? Are we yeah. just doing our Bible study? Are we just going Checking to church? Are we, are we just, right? Are we just versus are we receiving this free gift of grace from him and it's transforming us from the inside out and then it impacts everything around us. And yeah, it's just, it's just a different, different feel. And so I think I need to pray about that and, and ask God to continue to transform me Mm -hmm. to make sure that I'm not just going through the motions. Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I, I did my role today. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's good. Want to pray something out? I do. Dear heavenly father, Lord, we love you. We thank you for the cross. We thank you that Jesus died and rose again so that we could have personal relationship with you, that death has been defeated, that we get to live our days with your spirit inside of us, that we get to live free from the sin that so easily entangles us, Father, that you have broken the chains. Help us not go back. Father, help us live transformed. Help us look different than we did before we had an encounter with you, Father. Help us meditate daily so that your love and your grace wash over us in a way that seeps into every aspect of our lives, our thought patterns, our speech, and our actions. Father, we want to be your hands and your feet, but that is not going to happen if we are just going through the motions. That will only happen if your spirit is alive and active in us. So Lord, we pray that that is the case today, and we pray it in your son's name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. And now's that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. And we're talking to you tomorrow. Choose. Choose.